give me give me five minutes. Give me <laughs> okay, two minutes. I rushed. Do I just you, got in the door and I had to call my daughter to help me get get this on. She not here. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Just we'll, give we'll me just like do, three minutes, okay? We'll, yep, we'll yep. just do some talking. Okay. Are those new glasses, bye, by the bye, way? Shania. Bye, Shania. Terrible. Thank Tim, you. wearing new glasses. Yeah, hey, Bach's bands. Oh, my gosh. Uh -huh. Hey, fantastic. I'm glad, glad you're here. We just told. got on. Just, just give me five minutes. Let, no problem. Oh, you want me to I, wait? Go no, it's not. Okay, go do your thing. Go do your thing. That'll give us time to do the introduction. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's pretend like do, 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 do. Hello, boxing fans around the world. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Friday Night Panel. Mike Orr, myself, Graham Boyce, and Terrible Tim Witherspoon, who, as you can see, is getting some stuff set up. Uh, but in the meantime, it gives us time to just talk about what we were talking about before we went on the air, and that is uh, a pretty decent upcoming fight that all the British fans uh, are really looking forward to, and that's uh, uh, the Lee Woods-Michael uh, Conlon fight happening if i'm not mistaken oh, he, he, yeah huge card huge card uh lee wood will make the first defense of his wba featherweight title against the irish star michael conlon at uh, yep. motor point arena in nottingham on saturday march the 12th and uh you know our friends from nottingham uh carl and andy have tickets to that fight they will be uh sitting sitting ringside there and uh and watching that uh that's gonna be great man woods who's 25 and 2 with 15 knockouts stipe stopped china's uh you can uh, in the 12th round uh, to claim the WBA world title in a huge upset at the top of the bill on the first week of matchroom fight camp in Brentwood, Essex last July. Uh, Lee, uh, you know, going by lethal, <laughs> created history by becoming only the second ever boxer from Nottingham to become a world champion. Uh, following in his footsteps of the former IBF super middleweight ruler, Carl Frock, who was watching on from ringside. Uh, Belfast Conlon, who's 16-0 with eight knockouts, earned the interim WBA featherweight uh, crowd by defeating former world champion TJ Donnie on points over 12 rounds in an all-Irish clash as part uh, of this festival. You know, one of Ireland's most successful ever amateurs, 30-year-old Conlon, has remained undefeated since joining the pro ranks in March of 2017 following his controversial exit from the, uh, the Rio 2016 Olympic Games, picking up the WBA and WBO intercontinental titles along the way. Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm stoked to see this fight. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's big things over in Nottingham. It's all they're talking about. Uh, I know all the British uh, podcasts, they're, they're definitely, you know, chatting about this this fight uh honestly i believe i believe in lee wood i believe lee wood's gonna be able to handle this lee wood's gonna be able to take it down and uh I, you know i'm calling for a ninth round stoppage that's that's what i'm thinking that this fight's gonna end up being i think wood's gonna finish it in nine uh you know Conlon is a great fighter i just don't think he has the power to put woods away uh but you know it, it is what it is man uh I, i'm i'm going with woods man for, for this one i don't know what you guys are doing but also, I'm excited, man, to see Terry Harper back in action. But wait, 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 wait. Uh, before you skip over that fight, before you skip over that, what's yes. their records? What's their records, real quick? Lee Wood and uh, uh, Lee, Lee Wood is uh, sitting right now, 25, two and zero, and Michael Conlon is 16 and zero right now. Okay, okay, okay. Who you, um, you picking, Cedric? I am picking. You know what? Even though he's had a, 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 a um, so not I wouldn't say well he's undefeated so I can't say disappointing so far. But Mick Conlon, sorry for the background noise, a little renovations going on here. Um, 
coming out of the Olympics, there was uh, he had a lot of a lot you know a lot of momentum behind him. Yeah, um, thinking there was a little bit more expected of him. I thought he would be a little bit more in popularity at this point of his career, kind of like how Shakur Stevenson is still early in his career. Shakur Stevenson only has 14, 15 fights, but like he's already known as one of the best fighters in his division. Like clearly, right. I thought the way that Mick Conlon came out of the Olympics, that he would have that that uh, that same trajectory or whatever. But it doesn't look like it. But this right here, um, Lee Wood is, is, on a, is on a hot streak himself. Yeah, and man. I think Mick Conlon realizes that. So I think he's going to bring the best out of him. So I'm going to go with uh, Mick Conlon with the upset. I think it's an upset. Who's the favorite in this? Do you know? Uh, what, 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 I believe Wood's the favorite for this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to call Lee, it Lee Wood's, Lee Wood's the favorite. You're calling for the upset. Um, honestly, if, 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 if you're calling for the upset, you're saying that it's going to go the distance. Cause I don't believe Conlon has the, uh, the power to actually put, uh, put Lee Woods down to be honest. Okay. 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 We'll yeah. See. So you, so you say, so you're going to say Conlon on points. I'm saying Lee Wood takes him out in the ninth. Um, oh, okay. okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll definitely see what happens, but this card honestly is the card that we talked about this weekend. Uh, you know, lots of, lots of big things on it, man. Um, we got some, we got some other people that are going to be, uh, uh, great, great, great fighters on this card, man. We got Terry Harper back in action. Um, I always like seeing her. You know, she's 11-1-1 right now with six KOs, 25-year-old, you know, out of um, Yorkshire, United Kingdom. She's coming off uh, that loss to Alicia Baumgartner. So, oh, that's her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember her now. Right? So yeah. uh, we're, we're going to have to – we're definitely going to have to see uh, – you know Terry Harper back in action here. This is uh, her first fight back since. So you know we're we're looking for big things from Terry Harper. Also on this card, uh, we we got some. You know we got a couple. We got a debut. Uh, we got some guys here that are very, uh, very very low down in the in the total pool here. Just new to the game. Uh, also Sandy Ryan uh, looking to improve to four and zero. I know we've talked about her. She's taking on Erica Annabella Ferris uh, in a in a ten rounder. Uh, this one should be good, man. It's definitely a step up fight for Sandy Ryan. Uh, Ferris is twenty six five and zero, and Sandy Ryan is three and zero, looking to keep her undefeated record and move on to four and zero. Quick question for you before you move on. Quick question for the champ, Tim. Um, can you hear? Can you hear us? Okay. Oh, we can't really hear you. We can't really hear you. Maybe turn up the volume a little bit, or maybe it's just me. Can you guys hear him? Okay. Yeah, I can hear. Nah, I can hear. I, I I can hear him a tiny bit. He needs to plug in his mic or something. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can hear you now. You hear so, me? So, so that Terry, that Terry Harper, that Terry Harper fight man is for the vacant WBA Intercontinental Female Light Title. So be on the lookout for that. Um, also in action, man. Uh, Edgar uh, Yarko is back in action against Juan Carlos Ramiro, uh, and that's for the WBA Intermiddle Title. I uh, can't wait to see this man. The, uh, I'm excited. We haven't seen this guy in the ring in a while. Uh, he's 10 and 0, seven knockouts, uh, AKA black thunder 25, uh, resides in Belfast, Northern Ireland right now. Uh, we did a, I did a piece back on him a while ago. Uh, he's coming off, uh, December 11th, 20, uh, 2021 win over, uh, Leos jr. Uh, at echo arena in Liverpool. That was the last time he was in the ring and that was a TKO in the ninth round. So I can't wait to see this guy, uh, keep his undefeated record and move on. Um, Yeah. 
Uh, any thoughts on this card, guys? Anything you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, yeah. I got, a, I got a quick question for Tim. Can you, because uh, we have some people on this on this card that are uh, earlier in their career, like you know, two or three fights, and then there's other other people that are getting ready for ten for ten round fights. Um, can you just explain the difference in the training that you did, like maybe just for uh, you know a four round, four or six round fight, and what was different when you were training for like the the, the ten or twelve round fights? What was the difference okay. in your training? Okay, so when I when um you're really searching, trying to find out um how strong you're going to be, like you when you first start training, you train hard, you you really don't know unless you have a senior guy with you telling you uh, what to do and everything to guide you through. So a lot of like when I when I first started when I first started uh, training, uh, all we did was we ran and we we chopped wood. We didn't know when to stop. Um, a trainer had to tell us, um, you know, when to stop and when to go. And eventually you'll learn and feel within your own body um, with help from your trainer when you should stop. You let them know if you're tired or not. Um, so in terms of training, you, you're trying to find your body. You're trying to find everything. How much do I run? How far do I run? How much wood do I chop? How many rounds do I box? If that's what you're saying. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you learn as you go on your way. But you need help from other from other boxers and experienced people, and especially your trainers. So for me, um, and he know when you like tired of you had enough. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays yeah. you got some sports medicine trainers added yeah, on, yeah. but we didn't yeah. have them. We didn't have them. The extra guys that know what they're doing. So I, I could tell you what I went through. Yeah. So we so learned guys- from other boxers. I learned from the other guys. I sparred with uh, Eddie Mustafa. I sparred with Saad Muhammad. I sparred with Ali, I sparred with Jerry Cooney, and all during the way, I learned little bits and pieces. Um, but even when you get up to the top, you still need some encouragement, whether to don't go too much or don't, or, or to, you know, just do enough. You still okay. need that because you want to kill somebody when they get in shape and you forget it. So you need somebody to say, that's enough, just relax. So basically, yeah, you need you need that that uh, that extra person, that the coach or another experienced boxer that's been there before to let you know you know, for this type of fight, you know, this, this, you, you only need to do this much. You don't want to overtrain yourself. Right. And then when you're getting ready for a 10 runner, then you could do a little bit of extra, but still cut it off at a certain point because you don't want to yes. overdo it and yes. save some of it for your, for your match. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's very important, too. Mm-hmm. In, in simple terms, are you yeah. saying it's like a sprinter versus a marathon? Is that what you're saying? A sp- I don't understand. Like, it, well, it, it there's two different, uh, like there's anaerobic and aerobic, like your body goes through, like the for long distance, you know, when you do your long runs, which helps, you know, get off, well, for heavyweights. Yeah, you got to stop and then do sprints too. Yes, yes, exactly. Because that, that works like uh, um, the, the fast twitch muscles for the quick combinations and stepping to the side and stuff like that. And then the longer runs helps just with the general stamina to be able to last longer. So you need, you need, again, just like Tim said, you need that experienced trainer or former boxer that's been there before that knows that that uh, that correlation of, you know, how much to do of which with the long runs or the sprints. But now what's even better, what's incorporated is regular sports medicine guys mm. is getting into it. Like there's a girl, Jojo, Jojo uh, Domes, um, and she does that. She's a sports medicine. She knows just how to stop. She knows about your diet and she knows about that. But we didn't have that. They even had us not lifting weights, which I wish I would have done because I didn't lift weights. I didn't really lift a lot of weights. 
and you, you see Holyfield and Tyson all them with the muscles and yeah, yeah. And all the old timers, they didn't want you to lift. Yeah, you know, the, the reason why I believe is because back in the day, um, like a lot of the old school trainers, they 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 didn't know the stuff that we know now as far as the, the proper stretches and exercise and not just exercise for their muscles, but stretching and mobility to keep your muscles loose. Because the reason why the biggest uh, um, misconception why people say you should, boxers shouldn't lift weights because you lift weights and get and get big and strong, but then the more you lift, the more stiff you are in your muscles. So you don't you're not as fluid in your punches. So that's why a lot of people said not to lift weights. But if you focus on keeping your muscles loose and flowing, like doing all the stretches before and after, and you stay loose, then you, you can still obviously you still have to do it in moder moderations because you still have to be aware of your weight class. You ain't trying to lift yourself into a into a higher weight class. Um, but yeah, so the, the stretching and people that went to school for that. So that yeah. would make it much easier now. You got people that went to university that knows how to uh, slow you down, know when to go. Yeah. Um, and I really like that. I really yeah. like that. That's there for the boxers to instead of doing it the old way. Yeah, you know, you yeah. be in shape, yeah. but then you don't. You might get fatigued near the end because you didn't do this. But they know exactly how to how to do it. So yeah, yeah. I think that was a plus for the boxing industry and all kind of sports. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And injuries. And injuries. Mm -hmm. And injuries, they know you know if you get hurt, they know when to stop and go and when to let you go. Exactly. So how's your knee, Tim? How's your knee? <laughs> I tried to run about 10 minutes ago. I tried to run, I dropped I dropped Shania off at my daughter's house. My grandson Demetrius is having a birthday party um on tomorrow. So I dropped her off. So I'm free for the night. And uh, uh -oh. Uh -oh. so, so I, I went and got just a little little thing, a little tape. <laughs> it's a little one. And I was rushing back here. But I tried to run. When I came out the store, the wine store, the wine store, I tried to jog and see how my leg was just now. And I can't really run that long. I can't run. It's really sore, but it's better. I can get up. Use last time when I like a couple of days ago when I get up. I had to go get up like I was 90 years old. Like it was, it was hurting bad, but now getting better, getting oh, better. Good. I'm gonna take good, care of it. Good. So we've covered on we've covered on the Woods Conlon fight that Saturday, guys. Uh, for anybody who's out there that's with you know wanting to look at that, uh, yeah, man, that's getting underway at uh, 1 p.m. Actually, uh, the prelims, early prelims, start at 1 p.m. It is going from two to six. Uh, yeah, that's Eastern Standard Time. So, guys. If you can find that, go check it out live on the zone. Uh, tonight, tonight in action, to, in action, we do have Showbox, the new generation of fighters coming. Here we go, man. Undefeated middleweight prospect, Andrea Holmes, who's 11 and 0 with five KOs, and once beaten Vernon Brown, 13 1 and 1 with nine KOs, both made weight uh, a day ahead of their 10 round main event tonight. Uh, I can't wait to see this, man. Uh, the co-feature pits uh, Luis Acosta, who's 12-0 with 11 KOs, and the power-punching Edwin De uh, Los Santos, who's 13-1 with 12 KOs in an eight-round lightweight bout, plus the 2021 National Golden Gloves champion Giovanna Marquez, the son of former world champion and showbox commentator Raul Marquez, will make his professional debut against Dominican uh, Nelson Morales, who's 2-0 in a four-round welterweight bout that opens uh, the three-fight telecast. Uh, Raul Marquez will occupy dual roles during this broadcast. First, at his son's, as his son's trainer and cornerman, and then later as an expert analysis alongside his colleagues ringside. 
Uh, and he will be joined by uh, Barry Hopkins calling the uh, action uh, with veteran Combord, uh, Combord's, uh sports reporter Combord. Brian Campbell as well. So uh, this is going to be it's going to be an interesting card. I know it's a few matches, uh, but yeah, it, it should be good, man. Showbox is definitely doing uh, doing wonders for the new generation. Definitely putting some new fighters. Uh, out there for us to see and for all the fans out there to see. So, guys, uh, yeah, that starts 9.30 uh, Showtime. Make sure you catch that, man. It's a free one. Uh, always great fights end up on Showtime, man, with these young kids uh, going at it. I have a psychology question because I noticed there's a, there's a couple of undefeated uh, fighters on this, uh, this card. Yes. So I'm, I'm wondering yes. whether psychology comes into play here, whether the guy like – our jail Holmes, he's 11 and 0. He's he's got a zero, and uh, now is he going to be mentally prepared? Uh, you know, the, Louis Acosta, he's 12 and 0. You know, are these guys when they go into the ring? Are they? I mean, not, I'm I'm guessing because Tim had mentioned earlier the sports medicine side of things. I have to wonder whether they have psychologists now also helping them because uh, their managers and their, their teams are behind them, want them to maintain that zero as much as we know it's a, a learn, not a loss. Uh, you know, are they, are they really, really worried, if you will, from a psychological, without realizing? You said he had a psychologist. I'm wondering if they do. I'm wondering if they, they do. They did it going too far, if you ask me. Really? <laughs> All you need is a, a smart, to me, a smart trainer. Now, some people might need some extra help. Uh, well, I wouldn't even advertise it if that was, you know, if somebody needed a psychiatrist. That means that he probably weak and we can get him. I would go right after him if I didn't know he needed that. Um, you got to be strong when you get in that ring. You got to be positive. So um, that's what you're saying, right? They need a psychologist to well, but the trainer. The trainer is the psychologist. He's the one that teaches you, <laughs> give you confidence. He give you the confidence. Trainer, corner man, psychologist, all rolled into one, right? <laughs> Wait a sec. So you you could be getting slapped silly, and your corner man's going, "You got this. You got this, man. Get back in there." <laughs> no, you don't no, have no. to slap nobody. Believe me. No, no. Also in fight action news, guys, uh, if you're lucky <laughs> enough to catch it, if you're lucky enough to catch it this afternoon, two o'clock, uh, BT Sports uh, put on an event. Uh, Chris Burke took on Mark Leach uh, for the vacant British uh, Super Bantam title. Uh, that was a great fight, guys. Uh, if you wanted to check that out, uh, Mark Leach, uh, congratulations to him, uh, the new uh, British Super Bantam champion. Also, uh, Frank Arnold uh, came through with a win over Paul Holt and uh, Carol Atuma. Uh, he improved to 6-0 and over uh, Cupra. And, uh, yeah, man, there was a bunch of young and up-and-coming guys on this card uh, who you guys got to watch out for. Uh, Jamie Chamberlain, Joshua Frankham, uh, William Hayden, uh, Jake uh, Henty. All these guys, man, young, hungry, undefeated, uh, you know, up-and-comers, man. And uh, you know what? They all improved their record today by an extra win. So, uh, guys, if you have a chance uh, and can check out that card, it is a good one to watch. Uh, I did check it out. It was great. I know, Cedric, uh, you, you probably watched the same card as well this afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw part of it. Again, I was training somebody at the same time, so I couldn't watch the whole thing, but I saw, saw bits and pieces of it. Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely a good card, man. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of up and comers, a lot of new prospects, and uh, that was put on for a good show. So, if you guys were lucky enough to catch that, man, BT Sports. If not, uh, I'm sure you can search it. Uh, it should be on YouTube, man, free for you guys see. Uh, yeah, so that's all the fight action happening this weekend, really, man. And uh, now, now we just got all this news. Uh, honestly, 
Uh, Virgil Ortiz Jr. versus. Wait, 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 wait. Before we before we get into the news, I want to go back to what Graham said about. Okay, the, okay. About the psychologist. <laughs> You're a psychologist. Well, no, and I think you mentioned Carl Fratch's name. I had an experience with him. I could tell you if you want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serious. Right after, don't forget it. Don't forget it. Okay. What, what I think Graham was was just asking is um, the mentality of of going into the ring as an undefeated fighter. Obviously, you want to maintain that. Um, so I'm I'm just assuming I I didn't fight pro. Just a lot of pressure. Exactly, exactly. Because you're you and you're kind of playing mind games with yourself because you want to tell yourself. You know, I'm undefeated. I want to stay undefeated. You know, no, I'm. You know, whether you're ten, five and zero, or ten and zero, you're you're kind of telling yourself, you know, nobody could beat me. You know, and you're telling yourself that. And then, but if that loss comes, then you're you know playing more mind games with yourself and asking yourself, do I really have it? Can I come back from this? You know, part of one one side telling you yes, you can. The other part's kind of questioning, kind of questioning that. So yeah. you know, just just going through that mentality. Maybe that's why some guys need that sports psychologist just to kind of guide them and you know make sense of it or whatever um i i I never everybody knew my trainer everybody knew slim they respected him even um even um crunk jim crunk jim up emmanuel stewart Mm -hmm. he respected him a whole lot and i was like shocked at that i seen him and he was listening to him but um, it, I do believe it, it comes from the um, how you get trained and taught your confidence. These boxers that get in the ring don't even care about what we're talking about. They're gonna get in there and try to knock their man out, and don't mm-hmm. worry about what you talk, what you just was saying. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna do this. Why is he worrying about that if he yeah. got the skills and a good yeah. trainer behind him? If you lose, you lost because the other guy was was did a better job than you. Mm-hmm. But that. Slows you down when you think, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to do that. No, train hard. And you, as a team with your trainer, just go ahead in there and try to execute. If you don't win, it's because they did a better plan than you. You know, but but all that psychology stuff, I think that's a little bit, maybe it's good for some people, but I didn't need it. I believed in my trainer when they said, you're going to fight Larry Holmes. I told Don King, hey, that's a little too soon. My trainer said, Tim, you're going to kick his ass. And I said, <laughs> no, Slim said, you're going to kick his yeah. ass. I said, okay. So we all started going out there chopping wood. Mitch Green, I keep saying David Bay. Um, Neon Spinks didn't chop wood mm-hmm. with us, but he did stuff on his own. A lot of Zuma Nelson, uh, Johnny De La Rosa from Dominic. We all went out there and chopped wood and everything. And that was that was the motivation there. I would never doubt it. When, you know, Slim is in my corner and we trained hard. I said, man, that's cool. I got the knowledge and I got a team with me mm-hmm. all together. Yeah. So um, the psychologist, that that probably is something that some people need, some boxers need. But, mm-hmm. but I, don't, I, don't, I think if you get the right person in your corner and, and you feel confident, because when Slim said we're going to kick his butt, I said, okay, let's go. And I did a good job. <laughs> yeah, you did. Definitely. You did all right job. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. Yeah, if you don't mind, Mike, uh, uh, the reason I bring it up is because we had a commentator uh, come on the show. Uh, we, were, we were talking to him, and he was—he's from ESPN Africa, and uh, he broadcasts. Uh, he, he's hired by ESPN. And he's out of uh, South Africa, and he was talking about a lot of the African fighters, people who we've never even heard of, quite frankly, but have great records. But what he's saying is the thing that's changed in the game of boxing uh, is the management teams who need to keep that zero. In order to keep them, if you will, the money value of their uh, 
contender status, you know, it's got to be 13 and 0. It's got to be 19 and 0. It's got to be 22 and 0. It has to be. Otherwise, you're not worth anything at the box office. So he said that's the way the game has changed these days. It's become more of a, a money game. Uh, money's become much more important. The broadcast rights are much more important these days when undefeated fighters enter the ring. So I was just wondering whether there was pressure uh, you know, from, from you guys who've been in the ring before uh, looking at that zero and going, fuck, I need to maintain that zero, man. I never thought of me back in back in back when I was coming up before a little bit before Tyson. We didn't think of that. We just thought of training hard, getting in shape, and if you lose, you just lose. You know that that's what our thing. They going too. They 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 putting too much on them shoulders. There's too much on them them fighters' shoulder. You, you know they got to get in the ring and box. But then you putting on this oh this zero or oh, what if I lose? They shouldn't even bring that into play. You know, go when that bell rings, do the best you can. And when the fight is over, the best man's going to win. Or, or yeah. you know, they got other things, too, where, you know, if you go to somebody else's backyard, you got to fight extra hard. You got to train extra hard. But if you come, like I went over there in Fort Bruno, I know if he would have got a little bit closer to me in terms of points and stuff, they would have gave it to him. But but I, mm. but I knocked them out. I knocked them out. But I believe I would have. they would have gave it to him if it was close. And it looked like I did beat him. He was gonna get that fight. They wanted Bruno to win, so you know, in certain cases, that's the way it is. But you got to get in shape. She can knock him out. She so don't have to worry about it. That's what they used to tell me. Yeah, don't leave it in the hands <laughs> yeah. of the judges. Yeah, exactly. No, no, don't leave it in the hands of the judges. Don't leave it in the hands of the judges. So, and plus, you know, with me not really getting getting the money that I was supposed to get. I swear, if I if I was was I was treated good by Mark Stewart. He was a, a a Jewish manager. He was in music. He treated us good. Uh, he got us cars. He put us in the in the apartment building with his musicians. We were being respected good. Then they got in trouble. Then I went with another guy. We was okay. Then I went with Dennis Rappaport. He was beautiful. Then you know I went with Don King before that, and everything went downhill. But then when we went with Dennis Rappaport. Because he remembered me from sparring with Jerry Cooney. I did really good. So he accepted me. He, he took me in after I left Don and treated me good. I was a bruise. And I didn't even I didn't even appreciate every, I didn't realize I wasn't appreciating that this guy was on was behind me hundred percent. Got me another got me a new car. If I needed money, I told you about it. I got a hundred thousand dollar bonus. I got a fifty thousand dollar bonus. And then certain fights like Lou Savarese. I didn't even train. I didn't even train that hard. I trained, but I said, "Oh, I, got, I looked at the videos." I said, "Yeah, I'm gonna get him," you know. And then when, the, then when the first round and the guy and I went down, I went down, and he didn't even really hit me, and he got up and they stopped it. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool. I'm getting money, and then I'm gonna leave." That was yeah. that's messed up. That's messed up. I felt bad about Dennis Rappaport because yeah. he put his heart into it. And Lou Savarese said to me after the fight. We was in the ring. He said, man, I know if this was your day, you would have knocked me out. And I was like, I didn't even care when he said that. I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> go out and have fun. And I, later on, I felt bad about it because Dennis Hart was in it. Dennis Rappaport, who was Cooney's yeah. manager. And as of today, I'm still friends with him. And I, I feel like if I would have – and people was telling me, Dennis Rappaport burned his bridge, and I wasn't going to get a shot because of that. So we got a lot of fights. I knocked out guys that let that uh that Reddick Bow knocked out Luis Gonzalez. I knocked out another guy. I was knocking him out, and then sometimes I get in there, I'm messed up. 
I get flashbacks and I lost a couple of fights like that. And then I was like, man, I messed up. I apologized to um, Dennis Rappaport. I apologized to him and I said, man, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I was just all messed up. I was, I was messed up goods, but that's what you get. You know, that's what you get. You got to keep on pushing. I was going to say. <laughs> so, so what are you guys' thoughts on Anthony Joshua declaring Angel Fernandez as his new head trainer? I've been trying to get the job. I've been trying to get the job. Um, who is Angel Fernandez? Yeah, who does he coach? Yeah, know. good question. Well, Super good question. Fernandez, yeah, right? <laughs> it's a shame because a lot of <laughs> managers and promoters in my time, if you didn't do the right thing, they didn't wait as long as Joshua did. They, if they saw um, Dante Wilder straight away, they would have straight away. If they saw the way Josh in my era, they would not hesitate. No, let's get somebody in here. He can stay around us, but he's not going to be the main guy. But nowadays, like you just was talking about money, championships, um, it's about all that type of stuff. It's about making the millions. They don't even care. They, they won't call Big Tim. They won't call Terrible Tim the guy that's got a good defense, a good, I can get him in there. They don't want to, why? They're going to, I'm not going to say the guy is a bad guy because I love mm. everybody. You know, Sanchez guy, mm. I know for a fact I could get Joshua together. I know I can get Dante Wilder's the easiest one because he don't really know as much as the rest. Dante to stand there with his hands like this and then he throw good shots and he hit you with the right hand. And 90% of the guys he fought, I said this before, and I'm not disrespecting him. I love him. They wouldn't let us fight him. They wouldn't let me fight him. They wouldn't let, they wouldn't let Ray Mercer. 90% of the guys that Wilder fought, who's, what are their names? I'm not disrespecting them. The, the commission would not let us fight them. And that's what I said, whoa. That's why he got all those knockouts. But he does. You got to give him the credit. He do got a strong right hand, and he had a knockout behind out. But what about his opponents? You never heard of him. You right. never heard of him. So um, he got a good, clean thing. Because during our ever, I don't think it would have been 30, what is it, 40 and 0? I don't so, think he would have. No, he has two he losses now, right? So like 40 and 0. He's got two losses. But I don't think he would have made it during our ever getting all those knockouts. He probably did real good. And we a lot of the boxers had good skills. A lot of most of them had good skills and stuff. And I'm not downing them. They getting this guy, get the champ. <laughs> get the champ. I don't want to be in the corner. Just let me help you show some stuff. Let them guys stay in the corner. Mm. It's a shame. I feel so, so sad about what's going on in the boxing industry. The management during my time would have, would have called me right away. They called Slim. Every, that's why I know. I went to spar with Cooney. I went to spar with uh, Ken Norton before he – I sparred with him, but but Slim was 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 with Ali, and he snitched on. He he told Kenny, he was telling um Ali about what Kenny was doing, and Ali was listening to Slim. I was I was Ali's sparring partner, you know. I learned a whole lot of stuff, man. I'm blessed. I'm not saying I'm the best, but I know enough. And it's a shame the management's got to start watching TV. They got to go in the gym and hit the heavy bag like Dennis Rappaport did. Dennis was in the gym acting like he was boxing and training and feel what we feel. You know, feel what we feel. Do what we do. Dennis came in that gym and did that. And that's why I respect him. But I didn't. Some of the fights, I didn't show up right. 
and he was trying his hardest, but people saying he wasn't going to get a title shot because of Dennis. I don't know what he did in the past, but people, everybody saying, Dennis, Dennis, um, you need to bring him on the show. Dennis, um, Dennis uh, broke, burnt his bridge, and you never going to get a shot. That's what people was telling me. So and they was telling me, man. So who, so who is? So Fernandez. Yeah, <laughs> okay, Angel Fernandez, who perhaps more than any other was credited with the transformation of Anthony Joshua between his two fights with Andy Ruiz. Uh, if okay, Fernandez is like Joby Clayton, uh, had been recruited by Joshua to assist the long serving Rob McCracken in his attempts to further his education when he should be uh, uh, relishing his prime. Uh, Fernandez's methods are shaped by Cuba's. Uh, George Rubio and Ishmael Salas uh, more than any other. Uh, he is a martial artist uh, by <laughs> uh, from the age of 15, uh, where he was regularly drawn into street fights on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays of the same week. And the fights involved tens of participants that used bats, chains, helmets, and weapons, and eventually the police. So uh, he's a bit of a badass that nobody really knows about. Fair enough. Probably a nice guy, too, maybe. <laughs> Let me have a quick comment then about uh, the Anthony Joshua yeah. fight because I don't think he's going to be fighting Usyk because Usyk's over in Ukraine right now. So the yeah. Anthony Joshua now needs an interim fight, and I believe he's asking for Deontay Wilder to step up. He's asking for Joe Joyce to step up. Okay. Uh, you know, so so it'll be interesting to see what happens to Anthony Joshua's career while Usyk is uh, literally fighting in the Ukraine. Um, and that's if he comes back from the Ukraine, quite frankly. So, so I be interesting to see. Talked to him on the phone. I literally talked to him. No, was it a text? I think. And um, yeah. he said, "No, T. This was his exact words because I told you before. Me and Shania uh, went to a couple of events with him. He helped me with put her on the train when she was a baby. We talked. Um, and I just don't know. I just don't know what it is, man. Look how good I could talk. Um, I don't have no scar. <laughs> Carter Truth William." Gave me a swollen eye. That's the only thing happened to me in the fight. I had one swollen eye. Every time my fight was over, I had no scratches or nothing on my face, and I had some big fights. Um, I had a good, I had a really good defense, you know. And that, and sometimes I didn't perform because I know I said, man, this guy. I know I'm not unconfident. I just put my hand up and block it. Sometimes I did get hit, but I just feel bad that a lot of guys don't know a lot of people in the business part of it they 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 must not know boxing they must you, you, know were, you were going to tell us a story though when we got sidebarred you about were going to tell us a story about carl Frat. carl Frat. yes Frat. yes yes i don't know i just want to say this because everybody a lot of people like him we were at we were in leeds um i was a guest i think anthony joshua was was there too i was sitting right next to carl Frat. And I was like, I was like real happy to see him. I was like, wow, Carl Frotch. Here I am, heavyweight champion real, knocked out Bruno in England. Everybody know me at the place. They was shaking hands, taking pictures. And I sat down beside him and I tried to talk to him and he was ignoring me. He didn't want to talk to me. So I thought he was racist. I swear. I said, wow, I'm, I'm trying to talk to him. And he was like, he didn't want to talk to me. And he was ignoring me. I was like, hey, man, um, this and that. And he was like, looked at me like he was mad. So I stopped talking to him. I swear, true story. I was there. It was in Leeds. I knew it was in Leeds. I was, they sat me right next to him. And I was talking to him. Because sometimes when I said, he'd go like this, he go. 
but he wouldn't talk to me. I was trying to talk to him, and I said, whoa, I thought he was racist. Huh. He might yeah. not be racist, but I thought he was racist the way he looked at me, and we didn't, I don't think we talked more than seven seconds. And then he like, I don't want to talk to you in a way. You could look and say he don't want to talk. So he's sitting there, like, you know, all big and shot. And I was like, oh, wow. And yeah. that's why, and that's why as of ever since then, um, I, I, I care about the brother, but not too much. Because he gave me a bad, in a bad. Uh, bad first impression. Yeah. Yeah, that's a true story. That's mm. true. I sat right next to him and I was going out my way to try to talk to him. And he was like, I was bothering him. He kept like looking over all angry like and I said oh let me leave him alone and I was really I was like damn mm. oh, he was gonna be like that seriously call Scratch somebody must have said something bad he, he lost my support been, he must have been in fighting? a bad mood already he must be his what he must have been in a bad mood already didn't recognize who I don't care what bad move I'm in I'm never going to treat anybody my mom I don't want nobody to call my mom and said Tim <laughs> right? Tim was Tim was nasty to me yeah, I want yeah, them yeah. to tell my mom that Tim did a good job he was nice and, mm. and that's all I want and my people my family my friends mm. that know me I want to keep on spreading love and I would never and I really didn't talk to too many people about when he did that to me and he might have forgot but I sat right next to him. They sat right next to him. And I was trying to have a hold of conversation. He was looking at me all nasty and mean, like, leave me alone. So I stopped. Mm. I told some people that I was like, dang, okay. That's that's a true story. And if he want to get on here and talk, maybe he probably something was wrong with him. And maybe he wasn't paying me no mind because of that. But but when they introduced him, he was kind of cool, you know, he was all like that. But I wasn't, I just wanted, I heard about him. I just wanted to talk to him, have a conversation and and he wouldn't, he didn't want it. So I just kept quiet through the whole fight. Yup, call Frotch. And I usually don't, you know, I'll tell the truth. That's the truth, you know, right in these. Hey, Cedric, you mentioned Shakur Stevenson a moment ago. Yeah. He's got a big fight coming up against Oscar Valdez, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah, right? that's yeah. that, that's gonna be a really good fight. That's yes. uh, who, I, who Shakur, got? He, I'm I'm picking Shakur Stevenson. He's one of the guys that um I, I like. I would like to 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 say right now and predict. Well, I've said it for the past while that you know at right now you know you got the top guys from whatever Spence and Crawford Canelo, but I think Shakur Stevenson is in that next wave of of people that we're gonna be talking about as pound for pound best guys in the sport. Um, ever since I saw him when he got silver medal at the Olympics at like at 17 years old, yeah. like just his skills, like he, he just looks, I said this before, he looks like he's more mature for his age, yeah, like definitely. inside the ring, like the, like the stuff that he does, like he, he, he only has the thing about 13 or 14 fights, but the way he fights you, you think he has a lot more experience. Is he 17? No, when he won the Olympics, when he, won, oh. I mean, when he, when he got silver at the Olympics okay, against the Cuban. And he did very. It was a, a close, a close. Is um, it was it was a close split decision loss to the Cuban in the gold medal match. But um, like I said, I just think you know his he's very mature in the ring with his skills. So yeah, I really think highly of him. This is gonna be a good test for him against Oscar Valdez. A very good test. And uh, yeah, man, I'm picking Stevenson. Stevenson, Stevenson, right now is 17 and 0 with nine KOs. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's man. good. Yeah, What's man. the other heavyweight that's in England? Um, I see your another... comment in the Carl in the in the 
chat, Carl. A Greek special is, talent. In the well, it's Anthony Joshua. <laughs> it's Anthony Joshua. It's uh, Tyson Fury, and it's Deontay Wilder. Uh, Deontay Dylan White. Wilder. Dylan White. Dylan White. Dylan White. Mm. Dillian. Well, like that's Dylan. Uh, he is retiring after. I seen has, that. I seen he that. Has, I seen he that. has mentioned. He has mentioned that after this fight, he is retiring. And uh, yeah, there's not much that we. That's it. Yeah, he, and then, and then, then we, I guess we're gonna get, get to see him. And then I guess we're gonna get to see him uh, the octagon next year, like he says. <laughs> <laughs> All Dylan White need is some defense because he got heart and he could punch. Yeah, that's the only thing. I was reaching out to him too. And these guys these days, they just need a little bit more defense. That's all. You see them bouncing around instead of back in the old days. We used to get it close, make them slip, and beautiful art. Sit, boom, block, boom. You don't see that anymore. You bounce over here, bing, 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 bounce over here. No, yeah. we 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 stand in front. Yeah. We make you miss. That's art. Boom. Yeah. Slip, bing, bing. Sugar Ray was good. Sugar Ray was good at that. Sugar yeah, Ray, yeah. Leonard, Robinson, who else? Benitez was pretty good. Stand right in front of you and make you miss. That's what people want to see. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And um, Dante Dante Wilder and uh, Tyson Fury. You know, Tyson Fury. He's retiring. What you guys I think? Can, Car Carl doesn't believe. Doesn't yeah. want to believe it. Carl doesn't he says believe it. He will not retire. But listen, I saw an interview earlier with him. Yes, he says he is retiring. Uh, he's got. Yeah, but you know, a lot of boxers say they retire. But, it, you know, you know. He, he's undefeated. He's undefeated. Is he? Is he no, he's had right? losses. He has losses. Oh. Tyson Fury? Tyson Fury's record is currently. Early in his career. What's Real that? quickly, while you find out that Fury record, we got a few comments about the Oscar Valdez fight. Oscar Valdez will fight forward. Stevenson will have to fight off the back foot. Yeah, but Steve, I'm sure Stevenson's used to fighting off his back foot, so I'm sure he'll feel comfortable. And then um, Valdez will cut the ring off. Shakur will have to stay constantly focused. Again, yeah, he and I he always does stay constantly focused. So that's I'm not worried about that. A lot of things change because I really don't know what the off the back foot means. I, I think it means put your weight on it. Because I'm like, like, like trying backwards kind of yeah, like leaning back, like trying to trying to counter like like the person come to you, let them well, walk put your weight on your back foot or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, more See how stuff changed. See how stuff changed. There's a lot of stuff that they say. Like they commentate, they be commentating. What's the ward? Ward and um, ward and what's his name? Tim Bradley. Tim Bradley. Bradley. They be saying stuff, and I be like, we didn't use that terminology. That we didn't, yeah. we didn't use that language. But I had to figure it out. It came to me quick. Like on the back foot, I think, is you put your weight on it. Is that Cedric? Yeah, you're still balanced. This is mainly yeah, if someone's coming at you, you can still fight going backwards. You know, oh. some guys, some guys can't fight going backwards. They can only fight coming forward. Okay. Um, so on the back foot, yeah, you're letting, like, you know, someone's coming after you can let them walk into a hook or let them walk into an uppercut. Is there some other terms that they use? Like on the uh, back foot is one I heard. Uh, they must have got that name, from somebody. Name a couple, because I'm, I'm from this generation, so I'm used to all the new ones. So just, they probably got it from somebody that wasn't like a Sugar Ray Robinson or Slim Robinson or, yeah. or you know, some of the good trainers. Some They got it from somebody who was maybe amateur. I never heard pros talking like that to this, no. this era. 
Yeah, there's yeah, other yeah. terms too, right? There's yeah, yeah, terms. a few other, few other random terms, but I mean, it, it's basically all the same thing. Like, okay. not the same thing, but it, it, it's just, yeah, it's, well, it is the same thing, just using different terms. Like, uh, there's nothing wrong with changing the the, the, the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the yeah, same yeah. thing, right? Just like in everyday language, you know, there's the different lingo, new slang terms that kids come up with that you use, whatever, whatever. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's like, like Bradley. Boston. Bradley be on TV saying this. He'd be like, yeah, the angle, then over this way. And like, I'd be trying to figure it out. I get it fast. I, I think about this. Oh, that's what he means, I think. Because I don't know sometimes. He said, yeah, well, you get the angle, then you go over here. Old trainers didn't say stuff like that. <laughs> they didn't They didn't really do that. Um, so I guess it's just a new generation with yeah, their... Yeah. But, but see, they don't know a lot of the old stuff that we know. No, no, no. So they just going about what they what they doing, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really. Um, we lose Mike. When, when I, I tell you, Mike gonna get some Thunderbirds or something. <laughs> I tell you, when I, you guys ever drink Thunderbird? I don't think no. not. I I heard about it. My my coach told me about it. He said, "What's the name of it?" Um. Uh, what's the word? Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Like <laughs> he must be from America. Well, I'm telling you, Windsor is five minutes. I could walk to the to the bridge to get over to Detroit to get to Krong Gym. Krong Gym is, oh. I'm in Canada, but Krong Gym is only half an hour from where I'm at right now. I just got to cross the bridge and I could walk to the gym. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, it we're was right so there. strong that, that like the black people would put it in the crabs when they make big pot of crabs, they mm. would go get Thunderbird and pour it in there and it would taste so good. I, I ate some like that and I was like, whoa, that's that's really cool. Thunderbird, if you drink, I don't, I, I drunk it. I said, I don't want to drink that. <laughs> Thunderbird. They said, what's the word? Thunderbird. Thunderbird. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else we got for this weekend, Mike? Is that it? Yeah. Would, well, you think yeah, the the... Reason, would you think the reason why that Anthony, like I contacted him, would you think the reason he might not uh, want a guy like me or a guy that know that, 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 you know, what you think it is? Um, because you could, I know what I'm doing. I'm comfortable. I'm confident. Mm. Um, I tried hard. Uh, I don't see no progress in some of the stuff that, that, that he, he, he did on his, on his last time. You know, you know, I was so, asked for like two years ago, yo, come on, man, let me help you. You don't even got to pay me. I ain't got to be in the corner. No, give me some money. You know, give me love. <laughs> but I hear you. what is it? Is maybe the management or the other trainers around them? Because he don't listen. If he knew, if he knew, he would do it. But he doesn't have the knowledge. Like Dante yeah. Wilder. I asked him when I did the fight. I asked him, like, I was working with Talk Sports, and I asked him, is he qualified? But he's not. You can tell him his skills. How he don't know who to pick. That's the only thing I was trying to tell Dante is, look, you, are you think, do you think you qualified um, to get another trainer, to, to hire another trainer or whatever? And he really is not because he don't have skills. So he wouldn't know who to pick. And I think Joshua is in the same situation and the people that's around him. I hope he win. I hope he win. But he can win easier and more confident if he gets some people in there that know what they're really doing. And he asks, we can teach them what anything they want to, to know, but if they don't execute when they get in the ring, it ain't no good. You could right, right? If you teach your guy 
and he don't execute, we both lose. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I don't care what you teach him. Mm -hmm. Right. He got to mm -hmm. go in there with his heart and execute what he was taught and communicate with his trainer and go out and do it. And if he don't do that, he's not going to win. You know, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, he got this Spanish guy, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, what you were asking before, why, why wouldn't they, uh, you know, why didn't they approach you? I don't know, like for some, I mean, I never met Joshua, but just thinking, you know, as a as a trainer for years, like some boxers, they don't, uh, or athletes in general, not just boxers in any sport, some, some athletes, they can't, they can't really take constructive criticism. They just, they're just thinking of it as criticism. Like when you're trying to help them, like you're not, you're not, uh, if you say something, they just take it as, as you're disrespecting them, telling them that they're not good when you're just trying to help them. But, you know, some guys, they're, they're so sensitive that their ego, that as soon as you say something like, hey, maybe you should just try this. They, they just look at it as a negative way, like you're attacking them instead of taking it as a, as a, as a constructive criticism, something that's going to help you. So, you know, maybe, uh, maybe they seen, seen you talk and thought like, oh no, he's, he's just going to, tell me what to do and not let me do what I want. But that's and, what trainers are supposed to do. Well, that's How is he going to do what he want if he don't know what he's doing? Exactly. You see exactly. what I'm saying? You said he just want to do what he want to do. He has to be disciplined and listen. That's all. You know? Mm. And it's okay. We, we'll see. He probably look, there's a chance he could hit the guy, catch him off guard and knock him out. And then people will say, people will say, well, he must have did you know, learn some skills and stuff like that. Maybe it was an easy shot or a lucky shot. Um, but you really got to get taught some stuff in order to have that confidence and defense and stuff. Because he should look at those guys. Wilder went down. Fury went down. Uh, uh, um, Joshua went down. Dylan White went down. Look at our era. You didn't see too many going down. You didn't see too many going down. All those champions... Went down a couple of times. A lot of def a lot of boxers are lacking defense nowadays. Mm -hmm. They lacking that old time of stuff. Keep your hands up. Catch the punch. Fire in there. Catch the punch. Fire. You know they bouncing around like lighter weights. They bouncing yeah. around like yeah. Anthony Joshua. What he did with that fight and that and his trainer told him hit and don't be hit was the dumbest thing in the world to do. Mm -hmm. All you had to do was stand in front of him, get the defense tight, and execute. Bouncing around. You're talking about the Usyk fight. You're talking about when he lost to the when he lost to Usyk. That was really a, a, a well. He was a southpaw. I'm talking about when he lost to uh, also who. Yeah, he bounced around like hit and don't be hit. Somebody told him hit and don't be hit. Mm -hmm. Which one was that? The one with McCracken was on with him. I forget the name of his coach. That was a bad strategy. That. He needed mm -hmm. somebody to make him stay in that pocket, catch the punch. You know, lift weights, loosen up, chop, hit the hammer so he can catch the punch. They won't hurt. And he can fire back, stay in that pocket, and keep mm -hmm. the defense. The fans are going to love it. The fans are going to love it. You standing there. Slip, boom, bam, instead of moving around. Tim, I that was awful for somebody to, to, to do him, to tell him to do that. And it made him look bad when he needed somebody to make him stand in there. You know, you know, you know, stand in that pocket, make him miss. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. really. I felt bad when that fight. When that, I felt bad. Even though he didn't want me like to like to be involved with him, I still was rooting for him. Mm. Um, I even was rooting for Dante Wilder because he the, he the one that don't that don't know as much as the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, got yeah. that right hand. 
and Fury moves around with his hands down too. So, Tim, uh, what do you think? What do you think would happen um, between Usyk and Fury? We got a little back and forth in the chat here between uh, Bon Kiki and Carl uh, in the chat about uh, Usyk and, okay, and Fury. I, okay, I think that it is a little different when you fight Southpaws. If you don't have somebody in your corner that that really um, that experience, I sparred with Southpaw like a year, two years when I first started and I learned, um, I think it's going to be difficult. Now, Fury will get off the canvas and, and 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 try to knock you out. He got plenty of heart. He'll get up. He'll find a way to win. I think that Fury won't move around. He'll step right to Yusef and bang him. Yusef hands was dropping every time he threw it. He dropped him. He's like boom, boom, boom. Man, you can't do that with me. You can't do that with me. If you watch the fight, oh, that fight was easy. I mm. feel bad for for the people, and uh, I don't care if they criticize me. I look at that fight and I was like, it was so easy, man. It was so easy. Cause you every time you said with jab, you drop his hands. Boom, 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 and drop him, then put him up. Drop him and then put him up. All 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 Joshua had to do was counter. Catch, counter, catch, counter. But wasn't he bouncing around a lot? He was bouncing around. Usyk was Usyk was as a lighter guy. I I I personally think highly of Usyk. I think he's he's a he's a he's a good box. He won. He kind of, I think he is the he is the, he was along the same path as Evander Holyfield as far as Not winning me. a gold medal. Well, what I'm saying, just saying the path. Just look, he, he won a gold medal at the Olympics. He cleared out. He cleared out the cruiserweight division, and now he now he's moving up to the heavyweight division. His career's not done yet. I understand you talked about the about the things that that he the little weaknesses that he was doing, but his career's not done yet. Well, hopefully it's not done yet. He got a little serious situation over in his country right now yeah, but uh, if, he, if he does if he does come back i think uh, uh, um you know he still has time to 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 get better maybe it's because um i'm not saying like i'm the best in the world because i'm not i know a lot more than those guys and when i see it they're not doing the stuff that i see that we've used to do in our era that's what maybe make me say that because mm -hmm. i don't see all i see is just basic amateur stuff Mm. Right now, I'm serious. But the you know what get what makes you uh, feel that way, like oh maybe this and that, um, is because the hoop, a lot of people screaming. You forget mm. about the skills. You start enjoying the fight instead mm. of the skills. I sit mm. back and be watching the skills because I was in fights, you know. So there's people that's non-fight. They they be enjoying the hoop, lot of screaming and the punches. But I'll be I'll be concentrating on the skills and stuff. I'm just like oh that wasn't that, but. People that don't have the skills be like, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The casual, the casual fan, the casual fan doesn't really know. It's, it's hard, you know, and the other thing hard, like, it's one thing to to, to watch and study the sport for years, but, Tim, you know, it's another thing to be actually in the ring doing it. In the ring, yeah. It. It's, a, it's a little different perspective that you see that you get in there that a lot of people don't get to see. So sometimes when, sometimes when, you're, when you're saying something and some people don't get it, that might be the reason why, because it's one thing to, to be on the outside and, and watch it, but it, sometimes, sometimes there's certain things that you know you, you would only really understand being in the moment. In that, well, would you agree with that? It's like the it's real quick. Just like the Dante Wilder and Tyson fight, everybody yeah. loved it. I loved it. I loved it, but I was disappointed. Like I told you before, yeah. you Dante Wilder like this. Come on, you see them guys coming like this. You see them slipping. 
digging in there. You didn't see Dante. You seen him doing this. That's the only thing that really upset me. Dante was hitting like this sometimes. Yeah. And in his defense, he had defense. He's walking around like this with his arms like that. You guys seen it? His yeah, arms, yeah. you know, yeah, your arms yeah, supposed yeah. to be like this or like this. His was all awkward. And when he threw punches, he was like, sometimes. Swimming. You know? And, and so that's really upsetting me. I really wanted him to do really good and Tyson Fury to have good fights. But the average person that, that don't really know the box and loved it, I loved it. But I was disappointed about the skills. And, and it made Dante Wilder, to me, look bad. Oh, this old Tim Witherspoon criticizing me for that uh, or something. I, this was only telling you how, they, how it is. I love them brothers. I love them. Mm. I, Dante, you seen them doing like this? Mm-hmm. You to take your time and set it up. Bing, bang. But that's what, that's, bang. That's, that's, what, that's what I was saying to you before, right? You were trying to help him, but he just took it as you were attacking him and said, okay. oh, Tim's just hating us. That's the problem with the with the, the a lot of fighters these days are too sensitive, man. Too sensitive. <laughs> I just listen. I just listen. You know what my trainer told me, Slim? He said, when you go to another gym, Tim, and I told this to Franklin, the guy that I'm training in that's from London. He's 4 0 with one knockout. He's going to come over in a couple of weeks. Um, uh, Mike, you know about him, right? Yeah. Franklin. So my trainer told me when you go places, don't be disrespecting nobody if they tell you something just act like you're doing it and let it go in one ear and out the other so my trainer slim said don't disrespect nobody if they try if those trainers try to tell you something he said just go ahead if i'm not there he said just go ahead and do it don't disrespect nobody just he said just let it go in one ear and out the other do what he's saying wait till i come back and stuff like that so that's what i tell a lot of boxers so franklin said yo when i go to this guy was telling me to do this and that i said don't worry about that just listen to him and, and see if it works for you. And when you come around me, we're going to work on some stuff. But don't say nothing to him like negative stuff because that's not going to be good for you. People want to say, oh, he's a nasty. This guy talked nasty to me, this and that. You don't want to do that. So it worked. When the guys tell me stuff, I just said, okay, boom, boom, boom. But when Slim came around, I did the stuff. I did it, you know. So that's how you do it. And, well, that's how yep. I did it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. To, so to, I, told your point, I told Franklin to do that, and he said, oh, that was, it went pretty good. So to your point earlier, uh, and what Cedric was saying, uh, what was resonating with me was uh, what we call the intangibles in the sport, and that is uh, when the fighter is knocked off his game or his game plan, and that happened in the Tyson Fury-Deontay uh, Wilder fight. You could see that the game plan fell apart for both of them, uh, and, and that's because of these intangibles. These are two human beings at the end of the day, no matter how much training they go through, at the end of the day, when you're in the midst of a fight, uh, you might lose control. And uh, and I think, I think that's no, what's happening. But you're going to lose control, but you're going to use the same skills that you was taught. So if, real quick, so if I'm a doctor, and I'm, I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to just try to get you to understand it. <laughs> and, and this is one of the ways you operate no, I ain't going to be able to do that. Let me say this. <laughs> if I know how to do stuff, um, you're going to see me doing that stuff. If I know how to throw that overhand right, I'm not going to throw nothing else. If I, and then overhand right and come with the left hook, I'm going to exactly do that. So these guys, he, he, you know, Dante was doing all kind of weird stuff, and, and so was Tyson Fury. At certain times, he had to do throw punches in whatever position he was in. He had to throw it. But um, I'm just saying... Um, 
you know, is is a is a blueprint. Like you can you get trained right hand left foot, boom boom boom. But when they was doing all that other stuff, I'm just I'm just saying, like you said, you said that. Uh, um, um, I, mean, I was just I was just saying I was just saying Tyson Fury he was dropping his hands in the middle of a very critical fight, and I'm saying to myself, wait a sec, anybody I think training? He had him. I think he knew he had him. That's when he did that. Go ahead. No, 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 I'm just saying from the casual observer's perspective, those are one of the intangibles that you have to look out for. So when he's when Tyson Fury is dropping his mitts, you know, is he really trained to do that or is he trained to keep his hands up? You see what I'm saying? Oh, he's trained to keep his hands up. That's what yeah, I'm saying. I think, so, I, I think he had that feeling that he had uh, Dante. Oh, I, I see that's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. He had that feeling and then he started getting the good and he knew it was only that. It ain't going to be that long before he can get him. Just, some, just, just my thinking, you know. Hey, does anyone these days do the wind up? like ali like honestly honestly i'm pretty sure i sent you guys a video on instagram of a guy that i found doing that in the ring really yeah you know what i I will i will search it again because i did find it but he was doing the harlem shake and then he goes huh and then hits him with the other hand and drops the guy I'll have wow. to find the Who video. Was Who was that? Who was that? I can't remember. It was just it was somewhere in my searches. I'll find the video. I'll, I'll send it to you guys so you can see it. The guy does a little bit of Harlem shaking, and then he does the old wind up, and then he hits the guy with a stiff left man, and just drops. <laughs> Love it. Love yeah, it. like the, totally, totally like out of the movies kind of thing, like comical, comical way, man. It, it was pretty funny. I'll, I'll find the video. I'll send it to you guys. We'll even post it on Talk of Fight so you guys can see it, man. It'll be great. I just want to say that, I, like, I love everybody. You know, um, you know the boxing game. Yeah, man. Um, when I be commenting, I'm not trying to hurt nobody. I don't think I, I don't, I know for a fact I don't know everything. But I did have a good trainer that taught me a, enough to see a lot of other guys and maybe see some of their mistakes. And I'm not gonna lie, I don't know everything. Um, but I think I did a good job. But my my business part, my business part. Um, you know, was wasn't a good in good shape. Like when my business, my business was wasn't taken care of. So um, and that caused me not to train good. Um, it wasn't focused. But on some of the fights that I was focused and I knew I seen daylight. I did train. I looked pretty good doing it. Um, but most of most of my my career, my, most of my career, I, my head wasn't right. I think I would have did really good if I didn't get ripped off and things like that. And a lot of people around the world. A lot of people want to be a part of you. You had to choose your friends. It was really hell for me. I'm not blaming on them. I had a great journey. Even though it was negative, the negative part, look at look look today. I'm here talking to y'all guys on a podcast. I'm doing podcasts. You know, I'm 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 happy. I'm happy, you know. And 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 um there's a lot of other boxers they down, they this and they in that way. I didn't even have to become heavyweight champion world. I appreciate it. I'm just saying, hey, <laughs> I could have did better, but hey, I'm a two-time heavyweight champion in the world. I, I ain't complaining. No. <laughs> I'm on the podcasts. I'm talking yeah. to everybody. I treat my kids right. I love everybody. Yeah. And that's all that's that's all I want to do. I want to make my mom happy. And I'm yeah. glad you had me on the show. And, and it wasn't because of this here. <laughs> <laughs> Cause look at what it's just a tiny little bottle. Yeah, yeah. And I only drunk this much, but that's ten. Yeah. I've been like this all my life, 
Yeah. I don't even know how I became a boxer because I was a football player. I wouldn't want to go and fight in the street. But if you push me, I'll fight you back. And how do I become heavyweight champ of the world? And people in the neighborhood were saying that. They said, Timmy, Timmy, you fighting? That's what happened when I first started boxing in my neighborhood. It was like, Timmy boxing? I had other brothers too. Anthony, 14-0 with 14 knockouts. My brother Ralph, six foot five. He didn't fight, but he was in like gangs and he was mean, but he's he's a he's my hero now because he's helping people out. My brother Bernard was five and no as an amateur and he quit because he played basketball. Um, so our family in the neighborhood, everybody do look up to us as like it's nine of us, it's eight of us. Oh bet. Yeah, I got yeah, ten, but nine lived in the neighborhood, and we really good. We don't fight and arguing and all that. So um hey, I'm not complaining, man. I'm telling you. I'm not complaining. I could have did better, but this is results. You know, people know what happened. You're not complaining. You're just sharing. That's good. Yeah, I mean, that's it. You're, you're sharing. We love it. That is we the truth. It. It's the truth. I'm not dissatisfied. I did go through a lot of stuff, <laughs> but I'm a heavyweight champ of the world. Take it. Take it. Two times. I that's might not right. have that much money. I don't have that much money. You know, but, but, you, but you're going down in the history books, Tim. That's that's the thing. Yeah, going I'm down happy. In books. You I'm are, happy, man. man. Shucks. Uh, on that all note, right. I think I think we're at the time, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We're we at are. that time. Uh, to all the talking fight fans who joined us today, thanks for all the comments on the side. Shout out to Carl, uh, who's going to that Wood Conlon fight. Uh, expect some uh, video from that, buddy. And uh, definitely, I'm going to jump on your show and have a talk with you on that uh, after that that exciting fight and uh to all the fans who've dropped comments on the side thank you very much man for all the love talk about it sunday and and uh two shows on sunday the scorecard yeah in the morning and a knockout of the week that's right be on joining us for the knockout of the week yeah yeah excellent so guys you know what it is man the friday night panel coming to you live at seven with my man tim witherspoon cedric ben in the den grand voice the, the voice <laughs> and white core from white core f4 you know what it is guys we'll see you next week same time same channel different topics and yes don't forget man sunday scorecard 11 4 p.m knockout of the week award you know what it is guys we'll see you then man it's a... peace, peace.